This is Stasny Mav, and you're listening to Notable Nashville. This is my song called Bullet. I don't think there are enough drugs in the world That could devour me harder, faster, stronger than you love I say that I need out of this relationship I say that I should never ever call again But here I am Picking up the phone 713 Wish it was you fix it But I know it won't And my friends say that I dodged a bullet But it feels like I straight up took it in the chest And if I'm being honest, if I'm being true I deserve the best and that isn't you Oh, my friends say that I got to bullet But it feels like straight up to get in the chest And if I'm being honest, if I'm being true Deep inside me, no, I got to bullet everybody thanks for tuning in to notable nashville podcast we got stasny mav in studio she just played that cool song for you called bullet and she was telling me that it's coming out soon so you'll be able to listen to it download it um you said you're releasing songs in uh, in the coming months 
Yeah, so kind of going into this year, my plan was to do one song a month, and just because of life happening, um, that got a little bit of a hiccup in it, um, but I'm going to pick that back up in April, and so I'm hoping to come up with that one in like May, June, something cool, like cool. that. Cool, Awesome. Yeah. So are you going to do it, you said one song a month? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that, you know, like over the course of a year, that's like almost an album's worth, and yeah. like really right now... I, my focus is like playing live shows and just getting out there because I don't have a whole lot of experience as like a front person or like singing really in general. Uh Um, And so, yeah, so that's kind of my focus this year is to put out content consistently and by content, I mean literally just songs, Songs, Um, put out songs consistently and uh, start playing just a bunch of shows. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that is the future of the industry because people want to go out and see live shows. I mean, for myself, there's shows happening every night that I want to go to. And even like last night, I had to pick between three shows that I wanted to go to. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool in Nashville to be in this live music industry, um, you know, to be able to go out there and play any venue that you want. And let's talk about, I mean, you just played a few shows. You were telling me the High Watt and uh, the one before that at the East Room. Yeah. So how do you do your own booking too? Do you, um, do you reach yeah. out to people and... So I'm kind of just doing everything like myself right now. And also okay. my friends are just like a huge help. Yeah. Um, I've been here for about four and a half years. And so especially over the last year, I've just created this incredible community that's helped me a lot. And they are the ones who like pushed me really to get into this solo project uh-huh. um, because my history is that of like playing for other people and writing for other people. Um, and they kind of encouraged me to like take the step to just like go out there on my own and like, you know, not feel artist. bad about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to shout out Nell Maynard because, uh, yo, Nell. yeah, I just ran into her a couple nights ago at, uh, Jeff Carl, the alumni of uh, notable Nashville a couple episodes <laughs> ago. Uh, but yeah, I ran into her and she introduced me to you. So I'm glad this is happening right now. <laughs> Nella's literally the best. She's such a goofball. Um, like I was telling you before we started this whole thing, she just came up to me after like a writer's round one time and was like, we should write some time. And I was a little, not skeptical. I just like, you know, didn't realize that like it was going to turn into this beautiful writing relationship because now almost all the like Stasny Mav songs I've co-written with her and awesome. she's just... She's a blast. She's the best. So did you, you, you said you were a little skeptical of co-writing. Did you kind of write your own stuff all alone, you, you know, writing lyrics and music yourself or did you ever co-write before? Um, no. Yeah. I mean, I think just like kind of like everybody, I've definitely done some co-writes, not nearly as many as other people for sure. But, uh-huh. um, so I've been in a couple different bands prior to, um, this project and in those bands, I wrote all of them with my best friend, Greg, who I'm oh. sure I will reference many times in the next <laughs> however long uh, we spend together. Um, but yeah, so I like, I kind of grew up more in like the warp Tour, like band type scene. Nice. And so I was like in a metal band in high school and oh, like, cool. that was my, my deal. So like, I didn't really understand co-writing until like the last couple of years. Like I uh-huh. thought you just wrote it like yourself or you wrote it with the people that you were making music with. Yeah. Um, like in a band setting. And so, um, yeah, so like, I mean, my my uh, issue with co-writes that I like felt last year especially was that like um, none of them came into fruition, not in the sense that like, you know, it's not like a c- getting cut type of thing. It's just like a, 
what are we writing for? Like, are we just writing to write or are we writing to express a certain emotion or like, are we trying to give the synopsis? Yeah, no, but no, it's just kind of like, are we going to try and like capture like five years of a relationship in like a three and a half minute song? Cause like I'm down. It's just that like kind of aimless writing that I'm just not a huge fan of. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so I was a little like, I'm again, not like skeptical. I just like, I've, I found a really beautiful partnership in writing with Nell. Um, yeah. just cause we, we wrote with like a, a focus every single time and it's just, it's been a, it's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I really love talking about co-writing on this podcast because I feel like it's a big thing in Nashville and it's interesting to me cause you know, two or however many writers there is there there's different experiences different emotions from different people and it all combines into one song i think that's really awesome to to kind of have a finished product of you know different people absolutely yeah yeah. that's something that i really hope to uh kind of dive more into like later this year and especially next year as well just Uh like going in on co-writes that's awesome yeah yeah well, I, I listened to your song Better Off, uh, the acoustic video that you have up on YouTube. Can you talk a little bit about that? How, how long ago did you write that song? Um, so I wrote that song, I think, like in the fall, basically. Oh, okay. um, and so kind of like all of these Stasny Mav songs, like the short of it is I've been through like three really hard like taxing and very different breakups over the last year mm-hmm. and like the first breakup was uh, with someone of you know over two years and we lived together and like that was a very intricate relationship and then the second one was kind of a picking up of where I left off when I was younger and like always felt like the one that got away type of thing and then that ended and then it, it just like has been a year of like breakups for me okay. <laughs> I feel like I've constantly been in a state of breakup and every time I've walked away, like no breakup is easy or fun, but um, every time it, it's felt like it was the right thing to do and it didn't end because of, you know, like cheating or some like really hard like reason to break up. It was just one of those things where it was like, this is honestly what's best for both of us. Uh-huh. And Better Off is kind of that song where it's like, I hope that you're doing better without me because yeah. like, you know, not necessarily that I'm doing better without you. It's just that like, I hope that you'll eventually understand that this comes from a good place Yeah, and, and it comes from, from good intentions. Go our different paths and maybe, you know, they don't align. Exactly. I, I can relate to it. I can relate. Yeah. 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 Definitely. But uh, I mean, I, I tried about, try to write about things other than love songs and it always comes back to love songs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a big topic of, of, of songwriting. I mean, you, you can't escape it. You can't. And also, like, I'm gay and I'm very, like, out and I'm very proud. And, like, I want to make it known that these are songs about other girls. And, uh-huh. like, anybody, I hope, can relate to them. But, like, giving that perspective of, like, you know, my relationships are hard, whether they're no matter who they're with. But, like, I, I want it to be known that, like, you know, there's a... It's a different struggle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And also just, like... I don't know. I'd hope that there's somebody that's, you know, a young gay girl that can like listen to these and be like, oh, wow, these are like about another girl. Like, how cool is that? Because I didn't have that growing up or like, you know, really in the last like year or two, there have been some like prominent um, gay artists in the spotlight, like Haley Kyoko and um, uh, Kalani. Yeah, I just saw her last night. Yeah. She opened for Demi Lovato. She was awesome. She actually referenced that. She was like. I want you guys to love who you want to love. And it, it was very it was very moving. And she was a great performer, too. Totally. Yeah. Totally. 
But I mean, I feel like the LGBT community here in Nashville is growing, and I want to shout out also my friends uh, Jamie, Milo, Emily, all those people at uh, Rainbow Nashville that have been making a great community here for you know LGBT writers and just a community that people can go and listen to music. Uh, have Have you thought about uh, performing at one of those things? I actually performed at their first one. Oh, you did? Yeah. No way. I it missed that at, one. So sorry. No, it's okay. It was at Jeff Carl's house. Okay. Yeah, um, so I did the first one, and uh, yeah, actually, I did um, I did a round with Milo initially. I think that was in October, and then I did another show with Milo in November, and that's the night that I met Nell. Okay, gotcha. And then the next one that I played with Milo, it was like three months in a row where I got to play with him once a month, which was really cool. Um, yeah, that's that was the first Rainbow. Yeah, and um, then if you guys are listening to this, Go to Tribe, or go to their Instagram page. They'll shout out when they're playing at Tribe. It's a really fun time, and yeah. uh, it's it, you know it's a it's a fun community. Yeah, I hope they keep growing and growing, and hopefully they'll um, you know maybe eventually do like a like a show like at a you know a high water or oh, yeah. something like that. I think that that would be awesome. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, but no, I mean what they're doing for the gay community here, especially like the gay musician community like it's like a small community of musicians in and of itself and yeah. songwriters and then like the gay like part of that community it's, it's cool that they're rounding them all together for sure for to sure. be part of that is awesome yeah um so back to your music as far as you have uh, one song that's released on spotify that i've been listening to what's that one called again strangers strangers i want to play that now for everybody and you can can you buy it uh, like on iTunes, Bandcamp, anything like that? Yeah, it's on iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon, Google Play, all of those distributors. Okay. Yeah. Well, here it is, Strangers by Stasny Mav. I walked past the sign that would have made you laugh. I pulled my phone out and then I put it back. It's a lie that said about the first cut. You are the deepest of my lost loves And I can't move on, no, I can't move on Cause every day I think of things I wanna tell you later But then I remember there's no you and there's no later Every day I think of things I wanna tell you later But then I remember you're not here and we are strangers I saw you I didn't say hi Pretend like we never planned our whole life Even though I play out what could possibly have been There is no version that reverses this And I die to forget, yeah, die to forget you Every day I think of things I wanna tell you Every day I think of things I wanna tell you later 
All right, everybody, that was Strangers Again by Stasny Mav. Go check that out, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you want to listen to it. So I read that you are from Houston, Texas, and I know I've experienced that Texans are really prideful of their roots. Are you that way as well? I'm the most obnoxious about being from <laughs> Texas. And it's not even, it's like Texas, yes, but like Houston specifically, because I've noticed we're like kind of a rare breed here in mm-hmm. Nashville. Like I meet a lot of people from the Dallas area, some people from Austin, but I very rarely meet people from Houston. And I think that like Houston has such a great sense of community and people like don't realize that it's the fourth largest city in the country and it's like coming close to Chicago and it's just like, I mean, especially like, I don't know, I'm especially after like the Harvey in uh-huh. September, like it was just an incredible experience. Like I, we played a show in Texas um a couple weeks after that happened and so luckily like I got to go volunteer and and help you know kind of uh, rebuild some homes and stuff but just like seeing the entire city like literally the fourth largest city in the country come together and basically rebuild the city in like less than six months is just insane to watch yeah, it was very inspiring I yeah. mean all the news stories and you know people helping each other out and it really kind of gave you a new sense of uh, hope for humanity, I guess, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, there was a lot of help from from people out of state as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a very like humble city. And I I don't know. I'm just, I'm just very proud to be from there for well, sure. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, so kind of tell me your story of how you got, got to Nashville or what you've been doing since since this project started. Um, well, how much time do you have, first of all? Uh, well, we, we have as much time. I, I don't have a cutoff. Okay, okay. Um, I'll, I'll try to keep it short, but I have a feeling that won't happen. Um, so basically, I grew up playing guitar and playing drums, and I was like in the drum line in high school, and like I taught myself guitar, and I've been playing guitar like on and off since I was like 10 years old or so. And uh, towards the end of high school, I kind of, you know, realized like, you know, nobody actually does music for a living, and so I need to go to college and blah, blah, blah. And um, like I said earlier, like I was in a metal band in high school, and I did some arranging in high school, but I, uh-huh. I never wrote lyrics and, and melodies. Um, and so, I arranged some music and then put music down for a bit, focused on school, got into like my first relationship, um, went to college. I was studying accounting um, and did that for a bit. First semester of college, I went through this awful breakup with the first relationship. And so we were together for like three years and it just totally ruined me. Um, And so then I I was in Colorado and so uh, I decided to move back to Texas and go back to school and kind of get my bearings again with like my family and my friends. And um, I went to the University of Houston for a year, um, but halfway, it was like the beginning of spring semester of my sophomore year of college. My best friend who I was living with, um, she was like, what would you do if I wasn't here next year? Like, cause I think I wanna go study abroad all next year. And at this time, like she was pretty much my only friend. And, um, and, and Greg, my bandmate who I referenced earlier, uh-huh. um, she was like, I think I'm going to go study abroad. And I guess, and I was like, well, I guess I'll move in with my parents or whatever, and I'll keep doing school. But I was miserable in school. Um, And then literally later that day, Greg told me he was moving to Nashville to go to audio engineering school. And I was like, okay, well, screw this. Like, I'm miserable. I'm not going to do school anymore. And so I decided to leave school after that uh, semester. And like that May, I came up here with Greg and we found a house and we moved up here. Um, 
And I just, I knew that I wasn't happy not doing music, but I didn't know what I wanted to do because uh-huh. I didn't understand the like inner workings of the industry. I didn't know what publishing was. I didn't know really what the songwriting community was about. Um, I didn't know the different facets or like the different areas you could make money and also just have a living doing music. The only thing I knew how to do is play drums. And so um, I played for some country people and whenever I first moved here uh, and I was awful. Like I didn't know any of the songs. Did you ever play on Broadway? No, I uh, never actually played. Oh no, that's a lie. I played, um, oh man, it was called like, it was like where next to where Acme is now. It was like called the, the National or like American. Oh, um, the National Underground or whatever. Nas- the, yep. Yeah, that's what it's called. That bar, yeah. So I guess that's technically Broadway, yeah, right? Yeah, that's Broadway. Um, yeah, but I did some country gigs and I was awful at it because I didn't know Wagon Wheel. I didn't know, like, you know, the standard, like, yeah. country songs. I just uh, I never really listened to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I, you know, did the retail gig to make ends meet. And right. uh, I worked at Best Buy. Um, <laughs> this is awful. Go Best Buy. <laughs> um, and so I moved here August of 2013. And then that February, I met this guy who basically kind of offered for me to like go on tour with him and like sell merchandise for him. And I was like, hell yeah, like a job in the music industry, I'm in, like sign me up. And like, he kind of went away for a bit. And then in April, that opportunity resurfaced again. And so I put in my two weeks and I was like, I'm gonna go on tour, buy like whatever. And um, that merch, gig kind of turned into me playing drums for him because it was supposed to be an acoustic tour and then he was like actually I want a band oh no way yeah but he was like I want to cut costs so you're gonna sell merch and you're gonna play drums for me wow and I was like okay hell yeah and um yeah so I did that for like that summer of 2014 and that changed my life like the guy that I um I, I toured with he has a big following in Europe so I got to go to Europe with him and just like experience for the first time like being on the stage side of like being in a venue that has 1500 kids just oh, like yeah. shouting the lyrics to the song that I mean they're not my songs obviously yeah. but like just being a part of that and like it, it was just life-changing and I was like oh my god this is what I want to do forever uh-huh. but I want to do it with my own music Okay. And so um, whenever I came back from that tour, I also toured with my best friend, Greg, um, and he played bass for him and was kind of like a roadie type of dude. And uh, so whenever we came back from that tour, we lived together and um, we were like, we have to do this. Like, let's start a band. And so the guy that we we toured with, he um, Tyler Ward, I don't know if you know him, but I'm just going to say Tyler because that's easier than okay. <laughs> the guy that I toured with. Cool. Um, but yeah, so Tyler, um, he, he is big in the cover world and like the YouTube world. Uh-huh. And so whenever we came off of the tour, we were like, neither one of us are singers, neither one of us are songwriters. Let's start with covers because we can both kind of play guitar, play drums, play bass, whatever. We'll do our own arrangements of things. And like that kind of like, took off for us like without like and it was such a great way for us to like learn songwriting because we got to learn like the typical chord progressions of pop music and the typical song structures of pop music Mm -hmm. you know because what better way to learn than like imitating yeah and um so like we started doing that and like greg and i still do that project to this day um like we're about to leave on sunday for most of april to go do like some college shows oh wow um for that so is, like is tyler ward a nashville guy or how, how did you meet him he's a nashville guy now oh, okay. yeah um he's from colorado and then he's been in la for the last like 
five years or so, I want to say. Um, he's actually Greg's cousin. Oh, okay. And so he was just kind of in town to, like, check out Nashville and nice. see what it's all about. Um, yeah, and it was just, like, it, that that opportunity was just the, the catalyst for, like, where I am today. Um, and so, yeah, so, like, we uh, – that project's called The Queen and King, and um, – we still do it to this day. We still put up covers and, okay. you know, that's that's kind of my, my is it, day is job. It, if is you it mostly a YouTube thing? Uh, it's Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Okay. So just like playlisting and stuff like sweet, that. Sweet, sweet. Um, yeah. And so like we signed with this boutique um, label, like subsidiary of Warner in um, London that handled cover artists. And so we started doing covers with them but kind of the catch of that was that they wouldn't distribute original music uh-huh. so we started a new project for our original stuff called sleep talker which is very short-lived okay. um, it started january of last year ended october november of last year so it was very quick um but yeah so that's kind of my progression over the last like you know since high school yes but like since i've been in nashville it's kind of been that's, what I've been up to. Well, that's a really cool story. I mean, it seems like you've been through a lot to get here in Nashville right now sitting on this couch in notable Nashville. It's crazy. <laughs> it's literally insane. Who knows where I'll be next year? I'll have yeah. a new project. I know. That'll be awesome. Um, well, I want to hear another live tune. You want to play another live one for us? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to do a song called Temporary. I actually wrote this one yesterday with Nell, and uh, I was trying to figure out what songs I was going to play for you today, and this one, this one seemed right. Cool. Let's hear it. Sleep on the couch cause it feels less lonely I make believe this is temporary This is what's supposed to be Cause this is what's best for me I come across your picture by mistake One second ruins my entire day I fall to the floor and I'm counting my breaths again Don't Wanna know you better off on your own. I can't do anything for a little bit. Wake up and try to get through it as long as it's temporary. As long as it's temporary. Do it. 
Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast. And a big thanks to Stasny Mav for joining us today as our guest. Check her out on the web. It's spelled S-T-A-S-N-E-Y-M-A-B. Stasny Mav. Until next time, this is Notable Nashville Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>